0: Hello, you're listening to the Co Create Work Podcast with Lakita Williams and Chloe Anderson. At Co Create Work, we help leaders just like you build companies that change lives. Each week on this podcast, we talk all things leadership, personal development, well being, lifestyle, and creating the capacity it takes to build a great company with more ease and alignment. Welcome to the Co Create Work Podcast. Hello, co-creators. Welcome to this week's episode of the Co-Create Work Podcast. And we are talking about something kind of different this week, Chloe. Last week, we really tapped into what to do if you're having a hard time right now. If you have not listened to that episode, please go back and listen. Start it's a, there. Yes, it's a great foundation to kind of get yourself grounded and prepare to to go into the conversation that we're going to have today because it's about a little bit more around feedback right yes yes so we are talking about the five areas where we see leaders struggling right now this is based on some repeated patterns that we're seeing so this one might feel a little bit more challenging and which is why we say the episode from last week is a bit better to go really ground yourself get connected to the things that help you feel feel supported and um, held, and then come into this week's episode understanding, okay, where may I be having some challenges or uh, deficits or areas in my leadership that I really want to get back on track and step into. And that's what this week's episode is all about.
1: Yes. And so just to reiterate, if you are feeling really low right now, maybe hold off on listening to this episode. Maybe give yourself a little bit and go back, listen to last week's episode. We've got some great tips for how to support yourself, some self-care, get in that space and then come and listen to this episode.
0: Yeah, all about shared accountability and leadership. And we all need to grow as leaders on a consistent basis. And so here are some things that we're, we are seeing that leaders are having in common. And so we're just going to name those now. So the very first one for that we've noticed, Chloe, is folks not showing up in their own leadership style. They're not showing up as the type of leader they want to be or have been in the past. They feel really disconnected from their leadership. They're having some fears about the economy and political environment. And it's kind of causing some behaviors and ways of responding that they typically wouldn't respond.
1: Yes. And then next one, and we're going to talk about this is fear responses, but I want to talk about that a little with this, because one of the things that can happen when we are in fear responses is we regress into like coping skills that we have, defense mechanisms that have helped us survive. And that can get you way out of your leadership style. It can make it so you're looking to others for, oh, how is this person doing? How are they leading? I need to be more like them. And what we really want you to do is reconnect with your leadership style.
0: Absolutely. And what does it look like as well, Chloe, with that, to have the style that you have and adapt for the change in time. So that may mean that I am a leader that has, believes in a lot of flexibility. And what does that mean in the context of new folks coming on board? What does that mean in the context of we actually aren't growing this year? And so we're gonna have to change some of the ways we work internally. So notice what your style is. Even if you're having to adapt the business as a response of external factors, hold steady to that style and adapt as needed but be really clear in your communication with the team around why a particular practice may be changing or if you are uh, adjusting your style a bit the the thing that folks need most is someone who is calm and I know we have said this a lot so much and grounded but trust is built on that right when we come in and from day to day people don't know what they can expect from us and our leadership, that causes a lot of challenges.
1: Well, and a big part of that trust is communication, which at times is naming, right? And And not to say that you're going to dump your stuff on your team. That's not what I'm talking about with naming, but it's to say, hey, here's the environment we're in right now. And so I'm going to make this change. And it might feel like I'm showing up a little bit differently because I am, right? It's around expectations and communication.
0: Absolutely. I think that's so great. And one of the tools that you recommend to folks all the time, Chloe, and I know we've spoken about this on the podcast quite a bit, is get in touch with your leadership brand. You just want to remind folks what that leadership brand is.
1: Yes. So as you're thinking about your leadership brand, you are connecting with your values. You're connecting with your personality. And sometimes it can be helpful if you've completed various different personality assessments, just to go back to those and revisit and say, am I spending energy in spaces that aren't actually me? Right. To try and be different versus trying to figure out how, how can I show up as myself, even with these challenging times? So values, personality, what are your skills? What are you really good at? Sometimes when we get stuck and we start spinning, we can feel like we need to take everything back in as the leader. Like I need to bring it in and take control. And that's not what we want to do. So what are your skills and strengths? And you want to pull all those together and that. Is your leadership brand? And you want a statement of sorts because it's something you can come back to and connect with and kind of a North Star.
0: Yeah. I love that. And I love the part that you mentioned, Chloe, about people just like coming in. I'm just imagine somebody had their arms wide and they just like scoop up everything all in the organization, the work, all, the things. all the work, all the connections, all the things, and pull it back in and say, I'm going to take over all of this. And what we know is one, that is not sustainable. And two, it gives the team, the impression that there is a lack of trust there. Yes. And we know that personal development and leadership development and purpose are critical for individuals and it what is what helps them stay connected to work. So if you come and snatch everything up people are thinking, what am I here for? How am I growing? So just be mindful of that. This is a big input into number two, which is fear responses. So a big challenge that we're seeing for folks right now is getting stuck in those fear responses versus I I have a fear response, I'm acknowledging that, and then I move on. So we wanna talk about those four fear responses. Now kick off a couple. The very first one is fight. And um the second one is flight and we'll give some examples of those.
1: Yes. And then we have freeze and the fourth one is fawn, which you may or may not be familiar with this one, but fawn is a big one that we see a Absolutely. lot.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. And we we did a presentation and we talked about emotional agility, but we talked about some fear responses. And fawn is one of those types or styles that people don't realize that they're having sometimes. Yes. <laughs> and it was a lot of aha. Moment. So, with fight, some things you may say to yourself, it's like, Hey, I'm going to hold everyone accountable by mandating new rules and check in times so I can be sure the team is working. That is a fear response.
1: Yes. I'm going to come in with a totally new process because clearly our process isn't working and I'm going to just uproot everything and change it all, which that is a fight response.
0: Absolutely. Next up is flight, which is this idea that I disconnect or take a step back, I can cancel or reschedule meetings because I don't want to have these difficult conversations, or it can look like I'm pushing new decisions or new responsibilities onto another team member rather than taking that ownership piece for myself.
1: The next one is freeze. And that can look like I'm ignoring reviewing our financial details, or I'm not making decisions because I'm not sure what the outcome will be, or I'm just stuck, right? I just am on that decisions, like I can't even get to a place where I can make decisions.
0: Yes. And you'll notice this one if you feel like, or you're receiving feedback or responses that you're bottlenecking, right? That you are the one that's blocking things from moving forward. And then our final one is Fawn. An example of this is I make promises to the team that I'm not sure I can fulfill, or I encourage the team to ignore the realities we face as an organization.
1: Everything's going to be fine. Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> right. Um, or I'm spending, you know, resources in places. I shouldn't be spending resources in to keep the team, quote, happy, but not really dealing with the real underneath issues of what's happening.
1: And, and listen, we are at our core, we are optimists and we believe in optimism and optimism is not fawning.
0: Yes, that's they true. They're different things.
1: <laughs> so and they're so, totally different things. Yes. Yeah, and yeah. so like... You It can be tempting to think, oh, I'm just being, I, I'm trying to be optimistic. No, like that's not what it looks like. Optimism means you plan. It means you're jumping in and figuring out how to make things happen and not saying like you should feel shame around having fear responses, but you need to be aware.
0: Yeah. I think this, this list of fear responses for folks, just even if you need to rewind here and go back and listen and see are there places where I'm showing up like this right now and I can't get past my initial response? So you might have any of these four fear responses initially. Then it's about what are the steps that I take in order to move past this? If you are getting stuck to then move into some of the behaviors that we described with it, you know that you need to take a step back and really get back on track. Yes, Perfect. All right. Number three challenge we're seeing right now is around lack of ownership. So this one can feel really challenging because we see that a lack of ownership and defensiveness kind of work together to create this space where we're not acknowledging or validating the concerns of others. We're pushing back on any and all feedback in a way that is not hearing some of the opportunities we have for improvement. With the ownership piece, we are not stepping in where we need to, to say, okay, I need to have a different behavior here or a different response, right? We're really just kind of pushing things out on others and not taking any feedback in.
1: And I think one of the big things here that I have heard at times with clients is, well, I don't agree with the feedback okay, you don't have to agree with the feedback, but you need to acknowledge it. You need to validate it. You need to make it clear that you're hearing it and take ownership of your responsibility as a leader to take the feedback.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And some of what we're seeing with this behavior is is not around this, like um, being open to process this information. Instead, it's an immediate reaction of, this doesn't make sense. I don't know what you're talking about. I completely disagree. And those things don't allow you to properly process. Is there something here that I need to know, learn, or more deeply understand?
1: We also want to say with this ownership piece, ownership doesn't look like to the fear response we were talking earlier, it doesn't look like you taking everything over or taking responsibility for everything, but it absolutely is taking responsibility for what is yours to own. Absolutely. And so we just want to be really clear with that. We're not saying you need to own every problem or every challenging situation that comes up, but you need to own what's yours and you need to own being the leader. And it's so interesting because I think sometimes people feel like they have to show up as being confident and decisive to be good leaders. And like confidence comes from knowing that sometimes you're going to mess up and it doesn't make you a bad leader.
0: Yes. Own your behavior. And this is a big piece where we see that folks are missing right now because They are likely wrapped up in fear response. They don't know that they're doing doing it, but they're not owning their behavior and they're coming across as defensive. So if you are saying things to your team, you know, I gave some examples earlier around, this isn't, this is invalid, or I don't want to hear this, or I don't have time for this. Then we are stuck in a place where we're not taking ownership and we're showing up with a defensive posture.
1: Yes, which actually what we were just talking about leads into the fourth thing we're seeing, which is around communication with the team and the struggles there.
0: Yes, it means and in order to communicate effectively, you have to be prepared. That doesn't mean that You're not going to engage in conversations where some feedback or idea catches you off guard. And we'll talk about some steps that you can do when that happens. But if you are intentionally going out to communicate with the team, you must prioritize getting ready for that. So a lot of times we will prepare for our client presentations. We prepare for external communication and we do not prepare to the level that we should for internal communications for us, what this looks like is talking points. I think you're in jumping there, Chloe.
1: Yes. Well, and even just in internal meetings, how often. Do we go into meetings like one-on-ones and we don't necessarily have an agenda? We don't necessarily have the preparation that we need. And so there's bigger communications around talking points. And Lakita, I think you're going to dive in a little bit more here. There's also thinking through, especially in these times that are feeling more challenging, if your business is going through uh, some struggles right now, being really thoughtful around and preparing for even your one-on-ones with your team so that absolutely. you are ready for questions that they may have and you're anticipating what things may come up for them.
0: Yes, absolutely. And this is all about preparation and when you are getting ready to have these conversations, talking points are so valuable because it allows you to get your thoughts together. This isn't about saying anything that's not true or, you know, you hear kind of negative connotation about the term talking points, but it is vital, right? They they are there for a reason to help to guide you. They kind of serve as guardrails for the conversation and it allows you space to prepare. So what is the goal of the conversation that you are about to have? What are critical pieces of information that people need to know? What are some potential concerns that people may have about what you're saying and show that you are ready to respond to those concerns or that you have proactively thought about those concerns, you know? Chloe, like communication has so much complexity. Me, you, and someone else can be in a room and one person can be talking and we'll leave and have two totally different understandings. And preparing to have conversations, having good communication with the team and having talking points increases the likelihood that we'll leave out with shared understanding.
1: And one of the things I love in that preparation and that we do all the time when we are preparing presentations for clients or when we've got talking points is to think through those like FAQs, right? Like what are the questions that are gonna come up? What are the concerns that folks are gonna have so that we're prepared to respond to those? The other thing that I think is so helpful, especially with the FAQs is if you have a partner, if you have a mentor, a coach to talk through those things with them, in part because it's just an outside perspective, especially when it comes to bigger communications, but also we all process information and want information differently. So when we're thinking about communication and just different styles overall, you may be someone who has a very visionary style and the way you're approaching that and your communication, you're coming from your perspective, or you may be someone who is very detail oriented and has a very process style when it comes to communication. So just getting that additional insight, talking it through with someone who's different than you and getting those perspectives and the questions that they ask you will help you prepare so much better absolutely
0: and then our our
1: final one that
0: we are seeing folks struggle with right now is not being open to different perspectives and ideas so really pushing down the ideas of others this is I think something that is fairly typical when we enter into a fear response and we kind of get stuck there we we are like hey let's go with what we know. But as things are transitioning, the economy is changing. We think about the role of AI and how I I feel like, Chloe, the conversations around chat GPT are everywhere, everywhere, every single thing. (laughs) And so it may be against what we're trying to do to push down new ideas, things we want to try. So we want to be really mindful of that. Of course, we hear the term all the time. Double down on what works, and we need to remain open to what new possibilities, new things to try, new ideas are out there. Don't we're not saying this to say go chase everything down and implement ChatGPT right, right. into your business. What we're saying is, as your team and partners and clients are talking to you about new ideas, remain. Open, keep a stance of openness because you are going to hear something that may not be the exact idea, but it may spark something and um, that is really going to be beneficial.
1: So with that, we've been sharing ideas as we've gone along, but we would love to just do a little bit of a deeper dive on how to get unstuck when it comes to those fear responses, because a lot of this is really symptoms of that getting stuck.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I completely agree. And so some of the key steps there is first, you have to notice Notice what you are feeling and name it. So one practice we like to help people put into place is I am feeling challenged around the area of what is coming up for me. So I'm going to notice I'm having a feeling and then I want to name it. I am feeling challenged around the area of finances, around the area of team effectiveness, around client selection. Just really notice and name.
1: Next is to identify the response that you're having and how it's showing up for you in your behavior. So I am feeling challenged around the area of finances. And so I am avoiding looking at finances and that is a flight response. Absolutely.
0: Yes. So identifying that fear response. Then we want to know what is driving this response. So we are really encouraging you to tap down. We got to get deep into what is actually happening for us, not a service, surface level response. So what's driving this response? Well, if I have concern about finances, I'm having an, you know, I'm avoiding looking at the numbers or the situation. The reason that I'm doing that is because I'm afraid we won't reach our goal or I'm concerned I may have to do layoffs. We have to really tap in and say what is happening
1: for us. Sometimes what's driving that can be even deeper because it may be an identity thing. So for me, finances, personal finances have frequently been a challenge and it's an identity thing that's like, if these don't work out, if it's not perfect, it means I am not good at money. And so you also may wanna dive even deeper just to see, is there an identity thing that's happening that I want to get some support on, some help with?
0: Absolutely. And then once we have these answers, believe it or not, they are more helpful towards us identifying it actual solutions. If we keep it at the surface level, all the solutions that we have aren't really addressing the key issues uh, that w- of what we're feeling and the key issue in the business. So we need to identify potential solutions and be willing to get support. So this allows us to do that. If I name, hey, I am concerned about the financial situation. The reason that I'm concerned about that is because I think that we won't reach our goals or I might have to do layoffs. The next thing for me to do is to get the support of a sales coach or the next thing for me to do is to work with my CMO to say what other new business strategies we might be able to do. Because as you can imagine, if you only stop at I'm feeling challenged with or only stop at a fear response, your reaction may be to just scoop everything up, right? Or- to tighten up in an area where you don't need to, where you should actually be spending. So that's why this solution piece is so critical.
1: And then the final step is to begin again. So it's that opportunity to restart and respond from a place of calm, from a place of being centered. And the the great thing about going through the process and then identifying potential solutions is it gets you in a place of calm because yes. you do then have a plan. You do then have next steps, which it's amazing what that does for our fear responses. When we have a plan, when we know what we're gonna do next and you can respond from a place of calm. And sometimes that begin again also means having conversations and owning, apologizing for behaviors.
0: Yeah, right? absolutely. Absolutely. We have to maintain that level of trust with our team, not just have to, we want to, Yes, right? And, and that is about leadership growth. So none of this is about, oh goodness, I did this. Therefore I'm a horrible leader and it's not no coming <laughs> back from it, right? Yes. This gives us the opportunity to identify, name, and choose a different solution or step forward. And then we begin again with our leadership, more connected to our leadership brand, and really identifying with the team how we move forward.
1: One of my favorite phrases for that, as far as that identification of how we move forward and that restart is, hey, I didn't show up how I wanted to show up in this situation, I'd love to try this again, or I'd love to hear the idea that you brought to me earlier, right? Yeah. That I pushed down or I'd love, I didn't respond how I wanted to in that feedback situation. I'd love for you to share that feedback with me now.
0: Yes. Yes. You always have the opportunity to repair That relationship, right, to come and renegotiate and have conversations again. So I think this was a big episode for folks. and, And our hope is that where you identify these behaviors happening for you, like if these are areas that you are challenged with right now, you can identify it and walk through those five steps to restart, reconnect and begin again. Yes. Yes, I love it. (laughs) And listen, if you if you listen to last week's episode about what to do, if things feel hard, you listen to this week's episode, and you have your plan, you're beginning again, you might go back and listen to last week's episode of like what to do when things get hard. Because ultimately, when we take care of ourselves, we are going to show up better, which leads to better results overall that includes results for communication financial results all the things so yes I think we ended last week the episode with like we are holding space for you and sending amazing energy for you and we are doing the same here Uh, and as always we want to say thank you for your leadership
1: Thank you for spending time with us today for any resources referenced during today's episode. You can find that information in our show notes at co-creatework.com slash podcast. You can also connect with us on Instagram at co-create work. If you have any questions about this episode or transforming the future of work, we would love to hear from you. You can email us at podcast at co-creatework.com. And if you'd like a little weekly love in your inbox, subscribe to our mailing list and get our guide to 40 powerful questions to accelerate your growth. The link is in the show notes. Finally, we want more leaders like you joining us each week. So don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the Co-Create Work podcast wherever you listen to podcasts.